it's Lori Albert and this is in the flow with Lori Albert so welcome in I can't tell you how excited I am to introduce you to a new friend of mine um, her name is Gail Marie and she is a spiritual counselor past life therapist and Oh my gosh, she's got a festival that she herself puts together and it's called the Virtual Mind, Body and Spirit Festival. And I am so excited to talk to you guys about this. She's going to let us know all the stuff that we need to know about it. And it's going to be so exciting because the theme is this year is about manifesting, right? And you guys all know <laughs> this is one of my favorite topics to discuss. So. I'm so honored for you to be here, Gail. How are you today? Thank you for joining. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Laura. You didn't tell them I was going to have a weird accent, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I love your accent. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, well, thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. This is this is going to be an incredible conversation. For I, I just need to like just share really quick. I got an email. I get emails all the time asking me to do things. And you guys know if you listen to me, I live a spirit-led life. So when spirit kind of plucks something out for me to pay attention to, that's what I do. So I get an email from Gail and she had seen me doing different things. And she's like, I think we need to talk. <laughs> and you know, she's doing this virtual mind, body and spirit festival and, and I'm gonna be one of the speakers talking about manifesting. And so it's so interesting because as I've gotten to know Gail just a little bit, you know, we're so, it's all about like the law of attraction and, you know, just learning how to live in the present moment, but yet manifest. So, so Gail, I'm so thrilled for you to be here. <laughs> so thank you for coming. Um, all right. So tell us first, before we get into all of our discussion about manifesting and the law of attraction and stuff. Tell us about the Virtual Mind, Body, and Spirit Festival. I'm so excited. Well, this is a fun event that I held last year, but I held it for 10 days, and 10 days was a really long time for me. Yeah, really... So this is a three-day manageable festival where we bring people together, and we bring them together with presenters they wouldn't normally come across. Okay. And people that can give them something that would enhance their lives. So when I say enhance their lives, it's like, take you from where you are here to where you want to be and that's why this year's topic is on manifesting a magical life and I know that's a really big ask but I mean a magical life could be anything from getting out of an abusive relationship to feeling free yeah so it does true. cover a lot of things and, and a magical life is anything you want it to be for, for you you know yeah that is such an incredible idea you know and I think it's so needed right now you know there especially right now there are so many people feeling lost and just confused about their lives and how to move forward you know and so so what is going to be happening at this festival well this is a festival for um women who want to gain confidence shed insecurities 
uh, define their direction in life. So you might just want to know where do I go from here? What do I want um, to gain support in going for their dreams? Because most women have let their dreams go or they just don't have them anymore. So we want to help you to rediscover your dreams and what they are. I was talking to a guy about his dreams one time. I do hands-on healing as well. We have a clinic um, and I was doing some hands-on healing on this guy and I said to him, let me give you a little bit of background. He'd come to us because he was in physical pain, mm -hmm. but he was going through a separation. Um, he was going through, uh, he had a, a young daughter um, and he was just going to visit her and he worked in the mines. And so I was doing some job that you do to make money. And it was, there was a time limit on that. And I said, what would you like to do with your life? You know, what is it that you, your dreams were? And you know what he said to me? I'll never forget this. He said, I've always wanted to write a movie score. And I said, oh, I said, do you play an instrument? And he said, yes, I play a few instruments. And I said, well, do you know anybody in Hollywood? Because this is Australia we're talking about. He's in Australia. That's a long way from Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, um, yes, I do, actually. So he had this dream that he'd let go of and yeah. dreams don't go away. They're still there. So we want to help people to reignite their dreams. Yeah. And to do that, we all have a soul blueprint within. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to help you do is rediscover that soul's blueprint that we're born with. It was designed before we came into this life. Oh, wow. That is incredible. And you know what? You just um, made me think about a topic that I talked about not too long ago on my podcast. And I and I find this to be so fascinating that this keeps coming up in that, you know, I think that when we're young, we have dreams. We just, you know, we can, we, you know, you have dreams, whether you really are going to like see them through or whatever, that's one thing. But I think as we get older, it becomes kind of comfortable to just let them be dreams. You know, and like have them always be like in the oil, oh, maybe someday, maybe someday kind of situation. But you know what? Why? Like, like, why do we have to do that? You know, like, let's does, live our dreams, you know. And doesn't it get to a time where we have those dreams and then we think, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. I can't right. do that. Yeah. Know? And mm -hmm. so we get stuck in our lives yeah. and then we think those dreams just aren't achievable anymore. Right. And I think people need to realize that those dreams actually don't go away. So what happens is you feel uncomfortable and that's where the tall poppy. Do you have tall poppy syndrome in the U.S.? I have no poppy. idea what that is. <laughs> okay, a tall poppy syndrome is when somebody is successful and you just cut them down and you make excuses as to why they're successful and you're not and, uh, and how they must be a bad person because they I'm, become. I'm sure there's a lot of people that do that. <laughs> Yeah. So we have what we call tall poppy syndrome. And, and that happens a lot. And why that happens is because you're in this place of, shall we call it comfort rather than happiness. People say to us, they're happy enough. I really hate that term because it means I'm not happy, but I really don't want to get out of my comfort zone to do anything else. Yeah. So they get into this zone of I'm happy enough. And but 
what happens is they see somebody, a friend of theirs, maybe somebody they know that's really achieved something, gone for something successful. And rather than saying, wow, that's great, I could do that too. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, well, you know, they're just that type of person or, or you know, they had it easy or, or yeah. their life was okay. And so we make excuses yeah. so that we don't have to take the next step. We don't have to take, I guess, as Tony Robbins calls it, uncomfortable action. We yeah. don't have to do that. We can just stay in that complacent state, but we're never happy there. It never makes us yeah. happy. That's true. That's true. You know, what makes us happy is at least taking baby steps towards the goal. You know, yeah. even yeah. if you just try just a little bit, you know, very fast comes in moving forward so when you're moving forward towards anything that's when you have confidence that's when that feeling of confidence is happening it's not when you're standing there and thinking hmm, maybe i should do this or maybe i should do that or maybe i should do that or pondering it's when you actually decided let's move in that direction that you have the confidence because it gains momentum and you actually feel confident about moving in a direction yeah now yeah. don't worry about the direction being wrong and this is what happens with people think oh yes but what if it's the wrong direction <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter people right. don't make enough decisions in their own life they sit there pondering and thinking should i make this or should i make that yeah. and it's like the law of attraction will support you no matter which direction you go just make a choice any choice is better than no choice at all oh my gosh that is so true right i mean because moving even like i just said baby steps that's any direction that's moving that's at least you're moving you know that's incredible so i have a question are you going to be speaking at the festival Yes, yes. I would hope so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. How many speakers are you going to have? It's going to be you. Um, we're only going to have about, um, in six days, we'll have six speakers. Okay. Uh, three days, sorry, we'll have six three. speakers. Okay. And, and you're doing two segments, Laurie. Laurie's doing um, one on, on manifesting for beginners, so how to actually manifest. And then she's going to do another session on day three, aren't you, on readings and doing tarot. Very talented lady. Yes, I'm so excited. I I love giving readings um, it, I, because it makes me feel like that people feel validated, you know, like because whenever you tell somebody something like I do Oracle card readings a lot <clears throat> and whenever you like tell somebody something that they already know about themselves it's kind of like a validation you know but i also love doing mediumship too so i love to bring in the deceased loved ones of yeah also yeah. <laughs> really important isn't it because people think that once people have died they're gone they're gone from their lives forever and it's like there's no such thing as dying i just yeah. moved to another dimension and it's like you, you can't see them but you can still feel them hear them you know yeah. in some cases even touch you know yeah it's, it's just yeah yeah so we, we i'd love to get rid of this fear of death and dying yeah yes i know right wouldn't that be amazing to get rid of the you know once i started really developing my mediumship i started to realize i'm not scared of death anymore you know like if i if i died today it would be very sad like i would miss you know of course but you still are part of other people's lives but you know you feel more bad for the other people than you do yourself you know kind of thing so exactly you know yeah. kind of interesting yeah. so what do you do with past life with past life with uh, past life therapy what yeah. happens is that a lot of people oh, oh, i'll give you some examples a lady came to me and she had um 
two <clears throat> three young, two young children. And so they were about uh, three and one, these children. So she had young children. And so she came to me because she had this innate fear that something was going to happen to them. Wow. And she was just petrified about that. And she said, I have no um, understanding of where it came from because there's no reason for this. I wasn't brought up in a household. I was brought up in a safe household, wasn't brought up, you know, being abused or anything like that. There's nothing to say that, you know, it's going, something's going to happen. Um, so she came to me and uh, and we did some past life therapy. Now, over that um, course of past life therapy, she went into a few different lives. So what we do is you take go into a life. It, it's really strange for me because I'm very intuitive with my counselling and I get visions and all that sort of thing. But when we do past life therapy, I get nothing. And I thought, this must be how other people feel. <laughs> I get no visions, no nothing. So I have to ask a lot of questions because I'm trying to get the picture of what they're getting. So I ask a lot of questions. So in um, so we do a lifetime and then we go into in-between places where, you know, you're in the non-physical and you can actually get clarity and see what's happening mm -hmm. um, in that lifetime if you didn't have clarity when you were there because you know everything in the in-between state. So mm -hmm. she went into a couple of lifetimes. One, you know, she was happily married. She didn't have any kids. Another one, you know, um, she went into and uh, she had married the same guy again and they were very happy, but he died suddenly. And she went to live with her sister in this lifetime and her sister had children and these were her children. You can always look into their eyes and at that time and see whose children are. So these were her children, but these were her niece and nephew in this lifetime. <sighs> and, but she was so distraught that her husband had died. I'm getting goosebumps now. So distraught that her husband had died that she committed suicide. Oh, my God. And so she realised that the fear she had wasn't that the kids were going to leave her she was going to leave because she'd left them oh and so that just all it is is an acknowledgement what we were talking about acknowledgement is so powerful we don't give enough um acknowledgement to acknowledgement it is really a powerful tool to use because yeah. when she acknowledged that it just didn't exist anymore yeah. it's like she's brought that into the light and yeah. it's gone right that's the when part thinking, that we talk about thinking, that yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, we talk about that as like your shadow self. When you put the light on the shadow parts of yourself, it's like poof. <laughs> you we know, find that with anxiety. I have a course called um, Crush Anxiety and Thrive. And uh, and it's um, we do that with that as well because a lot of times things that uh, make you feel anxious or worried are things that are just out there in the shadows like you were talking about. It's when you bring them into the light and question them yeah. that they suddenly think, oh, well, hang on a sec, I don't exist anymore. There, there's no validation for them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. We do worry about some things that just and not logical. <laughs> right, right. That's the thing. It's all like it's logical yet it's not logical and we need to like we need to really sit and consider <laughs> you know and is that that's sounds like that's what you that's what you pull out of people yeah yeah so i have no idea where they're going it's like we do go yeah. in with an intention and the intention is um help me to find out what it is that I need to know about this situation. So we do go in with an intention, you know, and, and it's not about the stuff that happens in there. It's all about like, just like life, about how you feel about it. Yeah. yeah. And if there's anything that was really traumatic that happened, 
you're not going to remember it anyway. You're going to be protected from that and you'll probably create another storyline so that you can just deal with it as it comes up. So it's sort of like past life therapy is one of those things that um, I would do counselling first because I'm a counsellor. I would do counselling first and then if you're really stuck and you can't get through that, I would do past life therapy. But it's a really interesting. Yeah. I mean, when um, before I got into past life therapy, um, my husband and I did it separately and we found out that we'd been in many lifetimes together. You have been in many lifetimes together with the people around you. We actually right. don't go far yeah. from our core group. Right. And yeah. so I'm sure you and I have been in lifetimes together. I mean, you know that when you meet somebody and you think, oh, wow, I feel like I've known this person forever. Yeah. And chances are you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's funny you should say that because that is exactly how I felt about you. When I saw you, I thought, Oh, I like her vibe. And then we we talked and I was like, oh, my gosh, you're just one of those people that I could like, you know, be really good friends with, you know, well, let's yeah. see where that goes, you know, and that's so much fun. I love it because these conversations are so important, you know, because talking to other people about manifesting, about their shadow selves and, and learning about themselves and you know, I mean, I could sit and talk about this stuff all day long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 an easy subject, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what we do with, in the um, festival is we're going to help people to um, delve into their soul's blueprint because every soul has a blueprint, and uh, and it was mapped out in the non-physical. So before they came into this lifetime, they sat around. Let's call it a round table. Who knows what? Showed yeah, right, <laughs> they right. Sat around a round table and discussed the things they wanted to achieve in this lifetime. Things like you know, and it would have a thread through it. Something like love or justice or truth. Um, or honesty, something like that, that they wanted to grow in that thread. So they would choose that. And then they would talk to the people around them and say, you know, if I go down this track, will you help me? Oh, yes, I'd be happy to help you. Or if I go down this path here and I don't want to be down this path, will you help bump me back onto the, the right track again? And they said, yes, we're, we're happy to do that. <laughs> we're just I... so happy. And, and you're all very loving. It's a wonderful thing to do. You have non-physical guides there and you have um, people who are going to um, come into this lifetime with you. And uh, and it's all a very loving thing to do. And then we get into this life and we go through the veil of forgetfulness. And it's like these people bump us and push us and move us. And we're just so resentful of that, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Take, take the seed out of that, you know, that, that nugget of gold. Take that out of that and say, okay, what do I need to get from this? Yeah. This relationship where this guy keeps on abusing me, it's like, what do yeah. I need to get out of this? Okay, how yeah. can I take this into the next part of my life? How can I grow from this? Yeah. Because that's what it's there for. And believe it or not, you yeah. ask this person to help you to discover that. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. So I'd like to help people to be more um, open to the nuggets of gold that are in all the situations in their life rather than pushing against them because we know with law of attraction, whenever you push against anything, you have a much more um, <laughs> intimate relationship than if you just love that person. You know? yeah. I've got people at the moment, that I'm, a lady that I'm um, going through marriage counselling and, uh, and this is a separate situation and, and I said to her, okay, I said, she has animosity with her husband and she's sort of 
feels uh, like she can't be around him and she hates him, but she has kids with him and one of them has, is a special needs kid. He has um, type 1 diabetes. So she needs he needs full-time care. Yeah. And uh, so they do need to see each other a lot. Mm, the universe does that, doesn't it? So they're brought together. But I said to her, okay, how much of this pie, how much of this pie, which is your mindset, your mind, uh, uh, how much of this pie is your is occupied by your ex-husband? And she said, oh, all of it. <laughs> and I said, and how much of this pie is he physically in? Does he come into your life? And she said, oh, about 7 to 10%. <laughs> about 93% she's occupied with some version of him in her mind, whether she right. hates him or he's done that or she wishes he wasn't in her life or something like that. And she's pushing against that other 93%. Yeah. And so, and still, wow. until she stops doing that, yeah. nothing will change. Yeah. Nothing will change. And we do this with our relationships. You know, we have this person in our lives that we don't like and yet we focus on all the things that we didn't like about him <laughs> her or whoever it was mm -hmm. and then we take that into the next relationship and we wonder why it's not different yeah they exactly they sound different mm -hmm. but they're the same well and don't forget about the fact that the more things that you pay attention to the more you bring that into your life so the more you concentrate on the aspects of that person that you really dislike, the more of that is going to keep coming into your life, whether it's from him or from somewhere else, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's so much to that. And it's so true, you know, if you really think it through, you know, yeah, if you, you really push think against something hard enough for it to go away. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just can't do that yeah. we're in an inclusive universe so yeah. when you focus on something you want it comes into your life yeah when you focus on something don't you don't want it comes into your life yeah yeah and people think of manifestation as just the good things and yeah. i said no no you're yeah. a wonderful manifestor you're manifesting all the time yep, yep. It may yep. not be things that you want and if they're yep. not then you need to change the story that's going on. Yeah. Well, and that's what I actually am going to be talking about is talking like I, I try to put it in terms of something that is um, like listenable, like and it makes sort of logical sense. That's mm -hmm. that's why I wrote my book the way I wrote it, you know, because yes. I wanted it to be a, not like not like like using all these big terminologies you know that that the normal person wouldn't have ever heard of you know i want it to be relatable you know yeah. and because i think that if if you hear about manifesting and you hear about it in in a way that you can understand it then it will make more sense to you and you'll be successful at it yes. you know so, I mean, so, you've, so you've written it for the people rather than to get some literary award. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. No, trust me. My journal's not getting a literary award. <laughs> but, but they're the best books, aren't they? I mean, some of the best books I've read, read, and I'm just revisiting one now called Goodbye to Guilt. It's by Gerald Jampolsky. And it's based on um, A Course in Miracles because he hmm. studied that. But I studied that too when I was doing counselling. And so it, it's, it's just about just getting rid of guilt and we hold on to so much and I'm thinking I don't think I hold on to that much guilt and then I woke up one morning about three o'clock in the morning and all these things are flying through my mind and it's like <laughs> oh my god 
okay, I forgive you and I forgive you and I forgive you, I forgive that and I forgive me and I forgive yeah. this, oh, I forgive that and I forgive. And I just did a lot of that. And, but you could feel it lift because we're holding on yeah. to so much of that and they're the layers yeah. that we actually perceive through. We make decisions through all these layers. Yes, don't stop. How do you expect <laughs> your life to work out in the way you want it to when you're just holding on to all this stuff? Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is what we're all going to be getting into in the festival, which, by the way, I want to say what the website is before I forget <laughs> again, virtualmindbodyspiritfestival.com. Easy, right? It's all spelled out perfectly. I, I love when they're easy to remember, right? So virtualmindbodyspiritfestival.com. And um, so what do you think that people can get out of the festival? Like what what is your pie in the sky that people will will just take hold of? Well, I'm I'm hoping they can find their path. So they want to move in a particular direction, maybe reach a bit further. What what I've done before in a festival is a festival is about people coming and having fun and then going home. Well, I know there are three parts to actually learning. One is um, listening, one is taking part, but the next is also taking action. So I've turned this one into a challenge and we're going to be um, asking you to do some homework, to actually take action on some of the things that we're talking about. Yeah. Because sometimes people get off the path, but they're not far off the path, but they don't realise that they're not far from the path. Sometimes they feel like they're a long, long way from where they want to be. But right. sometimes they're just taking a side street because they can't read the map. Yeah. I had a situation um, quite a few years ago now because I hadn't been driving for very long and I didn't have a car and I lived in Sydney and I was single at the time. But a friend of mine wanted to go to the airport and we lived close by. So she drove, I drove with her, and we drove to the airport in Sydney. So we're going from one side of the city. It's like going from one side of LA to the other side of LA. You know, it's a pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a city driver, and I didn't know the streets very well. So she drove to the airport, and I thought, coming out, I thought, okay, I'll just follow her path. That's fine. And so I came out, and it wasn't long before I was very lost, and I had oh, no. no idea where I was. None of the landmarks looked familiar. <laughs> oh, no. And I took notice of those because it was an unfamiliar city. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm very lost here. Now, I had a book. It was called <laughs> Melways in those days. It's about 250 pages thick. This is way before GPS, 250 pages thick. And it had the whole city in it. Right. And oh, we have so, Thomas Guides. That's what we had in the States. <clears throat> so we had um, 250 pages. And, and they go from one map to the other. So I knew where I was. Because I could read a map and I knew where I was going. Right. But to get from there to there was just a big gap. I couldn't do the leap. <laughs> I didn't know how to. Yeah. And so I stopped in at a, we call them service stations, into a gas station where they actually had people at the time who helped you. <laughs> and, uh, and I asked someone, I said, can you show me how to read this, how to get from here to here? And he just shook his head and said, I, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. And then I went to another one and I said, can you show me how to do that? And uh, and same thing, he said no. Eventually, oh eventually, because it was starting to get dark and I was on my <clears> way <throat> in the opposite direction to where I wanted to go, I called an ex-boyfriend <laughs> and said, can you come and rescue me, please? And he knew Sydney, so he came and then I followed him and I got home. 
And it turns out that my biggest mistake was that when I came out of the airport, I went straight ahead and I should have turned right. That was the one thing <laughs> that I did wrong. Oh I should have turned right rather than gone straight ahead. <laughs> and so I learned to read the blueprint after that because in the front cover shows you what maps you go through to get from A to B. And I didn't know how to read that. I could read a map. I couldn't, didn't right. know my blueprint. So yeah. we're going to help people to discover their internal blueprint so they don't get lost. And that's what happens is when mm. people do get lost, they ask the wrong people for advice. Yeah, <laughs> Asking the guy at the gas station <laughs> what their advice should be for their life. And it's like, no, they're, or they're asking their best friend when their best friend hasn't worked it out yet. Yeah. Their parents, when their parents are more afraid of them doing the wrong thing. So they ask the wrong people for advice on getting their blueprint. So we're going to help them to get that sort of, get this um, where they want to go from A to B and how to get there. So if I can help them to find their blueprint, then that's the first part of the journey for them. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I think that that is what so many people need. I mean, because I... You know, I have a lot of clients that come in and they're, they sometimes when they just feel lost, like there's like this feeling and they just, you know how you sort of sometimes get paralyzed with fear and because you just don't know. Sometimes all you need is that little tiny bit of something and that's the blueprint you're talking about. Oh my gosh, that's going to be extraordinary. That's yeah. absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. But we do that for free. We're just giving back to the people. You know, this is a free um, festival. I mean, of course, you can become VIP and get into the Zoom room with us, but you don't have to. You get everything for free through yeah. a Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. So, yeah. So it's free to, like, have access to all this. So do you want to explain how that all works? <clears throat> um, yeah. You just sign up at virtualmindbodyspiritfestival.com and join the Facebook group. We'll give you the links for that. And it's free. It will get streamed. We'll do this on Zoom. If you're a VIP, you'll be in the Zoom room. And it'll get streamed through to um, the Facebook group. So yeah. you're there with it. And you still get all the homework. You get, still get the blueprint. It's all there for you. Oh, that's We're not going to leave you behind. And <laughs> the Facebook group is great because if you get stuck, if you're not sure you put something in the Facebook group, somebody who's done that will give you advice. Yeah. If not, we'll pop in and say, hey, look, you know, yeah. go here, do this, try this. This is yeah. what worked for us because this is really what we're giving, isn't it? Experience. This is what worked for us. Yeah, And if exactly. we tell you what worked for us, it might work for you too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why I love this festival i think this is so extraordinary because it's it's for people who are ready to change their life to get their life back or i shouldn't even necessarily say back but get their life you know well yeah reignite their passion because you had some passion at some stage you're passionate right. about something and mm -hmm. when you don't have passion it's sort of like the opposite to that is listless isn't it yeah. So it's like you either be listless or you be passionate. And sometimes it's only a centimeter apart it's, or a tiny little bit apart. It's one degree. It's tiny mm. from listless to passionate, you know. So we want to straddle that one degree and get you over the line. Yeah. Oh, that's it, that's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. So the name of the festival is called the Virtual Mind Body Spirit Festival <clears throat> dot com. And um, it is September 23rd, 24th, and 25th, 
And um, I would imagine that it's during the day in Australia. So that means it would be in the evening here. Is that yeah. correct? So it's um, <laughs> 9 a.m. my time, but it's 7 p.m. So it's the 23rd to the 25th, um, 7 p.m. Eastern time or what's that, 4 p.m. Pacific time Yeah. Um, for those three days. And it goes for about two hours. And we do have replays. But um, get there live because then you get to ask the questions. I mean, if you upgrade to a VIP, you actually then get to do some laser coaching as well. So you get to ask Laurie and me some questions about your situation, where you're going, how we can help you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. And that's where I think a lot of the aha moments come from in the interactions. Because, you know, you and I could sit and just talk. (laughs) all day or at least i could i I shouldn't lump you into that (laughs) but for me i could just sit and talk about stuff all day but i think the the the, like i said the aha moments come from the questions that get asked because when somebody else asks you a question a lot of times you'll be like oh i was just thinking that same thing (laughs) you know exactly and and that's the beauty of how the universe works i mean we we use this law of attraction because it works in in just a magical way and i had a group called law of attraction in the desert and it had hundreds of people in it we would get together and some of us would meet once every i called it fortnight nobody nobody knew what a fortnight was every two weeks that's what i was going to say it's every two weeks right (laughs) so it's me every two weeks and uh and so we would get together and we would talk so we would ask a question and it was sort of like i would start somewhere i just hosted it and we would start somewhere and as the questions went somebody else would ask questions somebody else would ask a question and it flowed beautifully but everybody wanted the answers to those questions and so many people said oh I wanted to know the answer to that or I wanted that question or, oh, well, I was about to ask that question. And it was incredible how often that happened. And I really loved the synchronicity of it and how the law of attraction just moves and weaves its way through things. So how did you learn about the law of attraction? Like, was it an aha moment for you? It was because things were happening in my life and I've done quite a bit of personal development stuff. I mean, I was always focused on that and, and I even had, you know, was um, obsessed with life after death, you know, so we are so similar. (laughs) I would devour all the books in the library and some of them were just so good that I can't remember what they were called. And I just (laughs) wish now that I had stolen them (laughs) because I have no idea what they are now. And they were just so great. Um, But these were books um, I just devoured. And so I was on that path. But then, you know, there was a a time in my life where um, I was writing, I was doing channeled writing, but a guy came to fix our gutters on our house. We had gutters on our house and he was cleaning them out. And he said to me, you know, what is it that you want to do in your, you know, in the future? And I said something to him. I don't know what it was, but it was, we, we were doing a little bit of talking. And, uh, but it was a strange question for a gutter man to ask. Yeah, I know, and, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was. And uh, it's not a conversation you have with too many people, um, especially, especially a man. And, uh, and so I did give him an answer. And I can't remember what it was. But then in the next breath, I said, but I probably wouldn't be able to do that. And he said, do you realize you've just undermined yourself? And when he said that, that was the aha moment. I thought, I do this all the time. All the time I do this, you know, and it's so I won't let myself down. I think, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I probably won't be able to. So therefore, I don't, don't, you know, and I don't let myself down then because I'm not going to fail. Right. (laughs) 
great. <laughs> so he said that, and he said, you need to get this book called um, Asking It Is Given by um, Esther and Jerry Hicks. And uh, and I said, oh, okay. And so anyway, my husband was in, Alan was in um, uh, visiting his mother at the time. And uh, and he said, I found this book here in the in the shop. And he said, there's only one copy. And it was sold out everywhere. And <laughs> I said, grab it, you know. And, it was, and when, when I wrote read books, it was I was one of these people that opened them and just read where I was. Well, I did that a couple of times there and it didn't speak to me. But when I read it from the beginning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it explained to me why things happened the way they did in my life, Yeah, what I could do about it. Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing because I'd seen, like you, I'd seen The Secret a few years beforehand and I thought it was a good movie, but it didn't give me any instructions. I was so frustrated yeah. after it. I thought... It hasn't told me what to do. What do I do next? Uh, it hasn't yeah. told me, you know. And I think I've seen it years yeah. before um, Asking It Is Given was out. So it gave me more questions than I had answers for. Yeah. But with Asking It Is Given, it told me why things happen the way they do, yeah. how I was creating the things in my life and how I could change it. And it was like, oh, my God, this yeah. changes everything. Yeah, And it did. And that was... 2006 I think so that's been a while now yeah. um and I've been teaching it ever since I don't teach what I know I can't teach you what I don't know so I use it and I teach it yeah and uh, and that's how I know it works gosh I, you know I'm doing thousand things I was walking one morning we weren't um didn't have a lot of um money and I was wondering how I was going to make ends meet with this month's bills and I'm walking along and I look down and in the gutter is two hundred dollars, and uh, so I picked it up, and it's like it didn't belong anywhere. So it's not like I could approach somebody and say, "Is this yours?" It didn't belong. There was nobody else around. Yeah. And so I picked it up and said, "Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Going to help me pay my bills as well. So thank you very much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people have a, a wonderful manifesting stories, but um, oh. gosh, I manifested a husband that I want. That's really wonderful. So it's just all sorts of beautiful things that happen and when you look back I think in your life now you understand about manifesting when you look back you can see the things in your life that you've manifested and the things that you would like to manifest and why you're not yeah it gives you questions and answers yes absolutely and you know what it's interesting is the older you get (laughs) the older you get the more you understand those synchronicities you know you understand oh my gosh that happened when I was 20 years old because look at what I'm doing with that right now. Yeah. I mean, people used to tell me when I was a teenager that I had a bad attitude. And so you have a bad attitude. They didn't oh mean my words. You have a bad attitude. So I would get that from my parents, from people at school, you know, teachers, you know, people who were in my eyes, they knew, yeah. you know, they must know. So yeah. that would cause frustration and uh-huh. I would get angry. And of course, that gave me a bad chance. <laughs> so yeah. it would get worse. It was perpetuating. Yeah. Um, and so, but it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I thought I can do something about this. Not one person ever told me that it was changeable. It was movable. It didn't oh, have to man. stay around. I, ne- I thought that this was what God had given me. This is what, you know, the universe had stuck me with and I was going to have to deal with being a bad attitude. Other people, you know, they had been given a gift of grace, of yeah. love, being happy. You know? <laughs> yes. I was given a bad attitude. And I um, thought, how unlucky is that? Come on, you know. And so I never knew that I could change it. 
So I want to let you know out there, whatever you have that you don't like about anything that's going on in here, it's all changeable. All of it, every single part of it. It's like sculpting a sculpture. You know, you are the sculpture. You can just change it if you don't like it. And And we all do that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I, I love the way you just totally described that, you know. The only thing I would add to that is, and this is where I get in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> I say stuff like this, right? You have to want it though. You know, like that's a that's a good, and this might be a little bit of a thing, a, a, a preview as to what how I like to start things out when I talk about manifestation. Do you really want it? Are you sure? You know, because if you if you're just kind of on the fence then you know because it's it's a little bit of work to do like you can't just like magically go okay i'm positive and happy now woo here we go yeah yep. doesn't exactly work yeah it's it's easy to give up unless you've got leverage and i think when you're talking about age that's what you get with age as well it's like i'm getting towards the end of my life here when i'm 97 do i want to look back and say i played small in this world i haven't achieved anything that i wanted to achieve you know i haven't live the best version of myself do i want to do that so that's a bit of leverage you know saying no i don't it's time for me to get out and do that now because if i don't now then when yeah if not not now when you know when am i going to do that yeah so you're talking about leverage having to really want that is leverage and i think maybe when you're younger you don't have as much leverage Mm -hmm. because you haven't been through the pain for as long and you're not yeah. coming to the end of this lifetime where you're going to have to look back and say, well, this is what I've achieved. This is what I've done. This is what I'm happy with inside me. Yeah, exactly. Okay <laughs> that is extraordinary. And yeah, that's exactly. And that's, but that's where it starts. And the, and I, what I can't wait to, to express <laughs> is that it is possible. It is you know, I mean, no matter who you are, no matter where you're starting, it's possible. And I, that's why I'm so excited and honored to be a part of this festival because it's possible to change it all. Yeah. You know, it's not only possible, change is one of the two yeah. things in life. It's true. Only two things in life for the sure, and it's not taxes. One. <laughs> One is change and the other is you're going to die at the end. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like this body's going to go and yeah. that's okay. Because yeah. there's another. But it's like they're the only two certainties in this life and change is constant. And I know a lot of people say, oh, yeah, they're too old to change or they're not going to change or they're never going to change. But it's not true. They're always being offered the opportunity for change. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you a quick story. My um, When my eldest daughter, who's 37 in a few days, she was only about eight or nine at the time and when I was taking her dancing and there were a few of the girls there that she wasn't quite getting along with and so I dropped her off this day at dancing and I said to her you know I said I saw the look on her face and as a mother your heart just comes out and says oh you know and I said look it's okay Leonie if you don't want to go in I'll understand you know if you don't want to go she turned around she looked at me and she said no mum if I don't handle this now it's only going to get bigger and I thought, oh, my God, I don't think I even knew that at that time. <laughs> and she went in and she did. Yeah. But that's right. what happens is that you're given small opportunities to get it. Yeah. And if you don't, don't worry, it will get worse mm-hmm. and it will get bigger and it will get bigger. Mm-hmm. If it didn't, 
And if it just dissolved by the end of your life, we'd have nursing homes full of people that were happy and healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just not the case. Yeah. I know some older people myself that have been in nursing homes that these challenges are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger because they're giving you an opportunity right to the end to say, yeah. You have this thread, you've chosen this blueprint, you have your thread of truth or love or justice or whatever it is. Yeah. We're still giving you the opportunities you asked for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grow into that who you wanted to be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Boy, those are, there's so many jewels in this whole entire conversation that we just had. <laughs> this is so well it's recorded. What's that? Just as well it's recorded. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. So this conversation has been fantastic and it's been the fastest 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> right? That was so extraordinary and thank you so much for talking. I want to remind everybody again, it's called the Virtual Mind Body Spirit Festival and that is the name of the website you can go to. Um, <clears throat> it is September 23rd through 25th and it's free to sign up. Now, you can upgrade and have all the bells and whistles, but it, it's still, you know, the baseline thing is free. And that is amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. So, you know, I will put in the comments section of all of this stuff, I will put the website and um, all of this information in there. And Gail, I am so excited about this. Um, so, Thank you for being here today, for inviting me to speak. I'm so thrilled. So thank you so much for um, having me today. <laughs> thank you for having me as a guest. And thank you to all your listeners out there for putting up with me for 45 minutes. I, mean, oh. I just have so many stories and I could ramble on for ages. I'm 60 next month. So I have a few stories that have built up over the years that I can. <laughs> but what's, what's fantastic about that is, if they're listening to, if they listen to me, they're loving you. I promise you that, <laughs> you know, so they love hearing all about all this stuff. So don't forget to sign up because it's going to be an extraordinary uh, three days. So, so alrighty then. Well, thanks again for joining today, Gail. I appreciate it and namaste everybody. Take care. <laughs>